Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, Dragalia Lost, more like Dragalia Get Lost. <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. We've got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking about the news from the week, including the details on Dragalia Lost, Nintendo's mobile RPG thing. Uh, and then on Thursday, come back because we are talking about Link's Awakening and A Link Between Worlds, which, Mark, we, I, came to the conclusion these games are both sequels to A Link to the Past. Which... Is happy co- circumstance. Ha- happy circumstance. But also, mm-hmm. I mean, not, I guess, linked to the past related necessarily. This teases up perfectly. Yes. For our September 13th episode. Which, by the way, September 13th is basically now. It's so soon. What's happening on September 13th? Uh, we're going to be talking about the best Zelda NPC of all time. Nay, determining yes the best zelda npc of all time so i'm um, that could be characters from the two games that we're talking about next week maybe we need a little refresher on them which is why we're talking about and when i say next week i mean on thursday it's two days from now <laughs> it's hardly next week <laughs> um but so uh come back for all of these episodes but if you have opinions on who should who should and should not appear in our best Zelda NPC of all time conversation, you need to email those to us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Otherwise, you know, we're going to forget about Impa. Right? I forgot about I Am Error. I forgot you about, forgot about I error? error. I think his name is just Error. And I think the first part is him just introducing himself. We don't know himself. that? <laughs> what do you mean we don't know that? His name very well could be I, I Am, am error. error. So he's like a Pokemon and that he only says his name. Could be. There's this dude in the woods in Zelda 2 who, when you talk to him, says, I am error. He's in a house. Well, right, but the house is in the woods, right? <laughs> I, might, I might be thinking of a different guy. <laughs> there are some weird characters in Zelda. you got to help us find the best one. Um, also, if you're just throwing around that email address, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com, gmail.com, you can use it to try to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces on the Nintendo Switch. Um, all you got to do is send me your address, and then you go on a list, and the next time it comes back to me, I send it out to you. Um, it's a successful program, and you can be part of something successful. Borrow my copy of Sonic Forces. Um, also, uh, this is not using the email address, but people have been friending us on uh, the Switch, uh, which is super fun. It's good to see uh, other people getting back to Octopath Traveler. Uh, which Mark and I have been bad about I've doing. neglected. We are neglecting it. Um, so if you want to friend us, our friend codes are in the description of this episode. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nin Cart Society. Mark, uh, should we get into what we've been playing this week? We should. Let's do it then. Okay, so obviously, <laughs> no surprise, no surprises, we've been playing Link's Awakening and A Link Between Worlds. I finished A Link Between Worlds just today, 
Um, but I will save all of my thoughts on it until Thursday. Yeah, I I, I will say nothing at all about Link's Awakening until uh, Thursday when right. I will say plenty. When Maybe you, too much. But possibly, and that is exclusively what you'll be talking about. Um, I also played a little... Well, just to get into this, I was out of town this last weekend, um, and I brought with me both my Nintendo Switch and my Nintendo new my new Nintendo 3DS non XL regular size uh and I thought I'll have so many games to play I can you know I've got these two machines I love them both I'll play plenty of games turns out I only wanted to play the 3DS um it is so much easier just to like pull that thing out and play like I don't have a case for it I just literally flip it open and I'm playing the game um which I suppose isn't actually any different than just opening up my Switch case, but it feels different for whatever reason. I still feel like I have to be precious with the Switch. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, whereas this thing, like, I, it, can, it can go in the little pocket in my backpack. Sometimes it can go, like, in my pocket pocket. Like You're my not pants worried pocket. about keys scratching the screen. You're, like, tossing this thing on beds and That's floors right. and, you know, I, wherever I'm, you need to toss it. Even when I have a good time with it, I'm like, I'm just going to throw it. Like, so much garbage. Yeah. Like, so much garbage. So, uh, most of the gaming that I did this week, I did on uh, 3DS. So, I played more WarioWare. Um, like really digging into that game and trying to accomplish some of those missions uh, where you're getting through the third level of all of these story uh, modes or whatever they are, um, which, you know, is a, a way that the game is actually like tough and like really genuinely challenging. And I'm unlocking all of these things that I don't know what they are or like, and anytime you go to the uh, like little capsule machine and like start unlocking stuff, um, I, I realized I'm collecting pieces of, a, of like a love machine of some kind. <laughs> and it's like, come ch- check back in when you've collected 10 pieces of this thing. And I've collected like six or seven now. And now I just want to know what it is. I'm not going to look it up. And I don't want no, don't no one write in. No one write in to tell me what this thing is. This is not glass. This is not glass. We don't need spoilers. <laughs> this is not, uh, what's the name of it? Split. Uh, we don't need spoilers for any of that. Um, but there's all of that, and then I'm collecting these character cards, and the character cards have, like, stats on them, and, like, is there a card game in this game <laughs> that I have yet to encounter after playing it for, like, 20 hours? Um, it's, it's a game that keeps on giving, as far as I'm concerned. It's a little weird to play it on the plane. Because uh, I'm like jerking around in my seat, uh, so I got a few weird looks, mostly from Sarah. Um, but yeah, uh, but between that and a link between worlds, and dipping a little bit back into Smash Brothers on the uh, 3DS, um, I've just been, I've been. Were you like popping game cards left and right, or? Here's the thing: the only game cart that I have is the one that I borrowed from you, which is the Link Between Worlds. Oh, right. Otherwise, I'm 100% digital. How very metropolitan. Yes, it is. Mark, I've been waiting for you to notice <laughs> and say something. Um, all right. Well, that's what we've been playing this week. Let's get in, into the new releases and what we, what we might be playing next week. All right, September 5th, the Nintendo Switch Tennis Mario Tennis Aces and 1 2 Switch bundle that I think we talked about last week. Yeah, we is talked being about released. It last week. Uh yeah, and uh, I think we said at the time that it, it's like getting 1 2 Switch for free, which is about right. And then on September 6th, um Hyper Light Drifter comes out and Gone Home is released. 
Uh, and are we? Sh- I, I was just about to ask if we're sure that Gone Home is actually. I mean, we're come never out. We, sure. We're ne- we never. We know. are never sure. Sometimes um, we are absolutely sure, and it still doesn't come out. That's right. And sometimes we wait like a year and a half for Pocket Rumble. Pocket Rumble. That's right. I play it for three days, <laughs> and, and we- then never talk about mm-hmm. it again. Like water through our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on September seventh. Uh, if you pre-ordered the $100 NBA 2K19 20th Anniversary <laughs> Edition, you get to play it. Uh, it comes out for everybody else on Tuesday. Perfect. And SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy, uh, that also comes out on the 7th. Uh, there's also a Yokai Watch game coming out? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, great. It's for the 3DS. Uh, yeah, which I've been playing a lot of. That might be relevant to my interest, except that we know that it's not because we've dipped into yokai watches before. Well, I mean, uh, you know, based on no information, this sounds like a spinoff to me. So mm. maybe the spinoff aspect of it is what will finally hook you. Uh, maybe. I mean, that's. I mean, no, Mark. No. Come I know. on, come on. Let's I, yeah, let's I, stop screwing around. I know. <laughs> we don't. Even, we we're not even sure it's coming out then. No. Well, uh, yes, that's right. We're we're guessing, and uh, we don't have much more information than that. All right, Mark. Uh, those are the new releases. Let's close out the segment here. Now it's time for a regular segment on our show. It's time for four thirty three. In 1952, American composer John Cage wrote a piece called Four Thirty Three, wherein a performer or a group of performers didn't play their instruments for 4 minutes and 33 seconds. For the purposes of this show, our instruments are talking about Nintendo. So, for the duration of one performance of 4.33, Mark and I will talk about something not at all Nintendo-related, thus fulfilling the contract of the piece. Mark, today we're going to talk about jeans. Before we do that, can I tell you something John Cage-related? You have to now, Okay, yeah, yeah. so uh, I've been watching Jeopardy because it's on Hulu. Yes. Like, older seasons. Mm-hmm. There was one, like, Tournament of Champions, maybe from 2014, and one of the clues was like, oh, this uh, composer's piece involves um, like four randomly tuned radios. And I was like, huh, that's, I mean, I'm watching it, so it actually has zero bearing on the game at all. But I was like, that sounds weird. That sounds like a 433 type thing. I bet it's John Cage. And it was. Perfect. <laughs> See, look, you can learn something about the world of, uh, you know, avant-garde classical music in the 1950s. Uh, just by listening to this show. Jeans, Mark. We got to talk about jeans. What's your go-to cut? Uh, I have to relearn my go-to everything when it comes to jeans every time I go to buy them. Yeah. I have a poor institutional memory for these things. Uh, so, like, I will go and I'm like, boot? Slim? Uh, is there something that's like slim? What's a word that's like slim but isn't slim? Tapered? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the last pair of jeans that I bought, um, were, I believe like a slim fit. What, what, what is it? What is your base? I, I think I normally go with slim tapered because like I am very, I'm very like thin. Yeah. And so buying jeans is and just, tall and tall. Right. Which is we like, both, we share this quality. Yeah. Yes. Not a great combination when you're trying to buy clothing. Mm-mm. But a good combination when you're trying to reach, like, the top of a shelf. Sure, yeah. If you need to, like, grab cereal from the highest shelf. Oh, it's so good. Uh, okay, so um, I also always forget and, like, have different values of, like, 
what I think my like measure measurement should be. Sometimes I'm like, no, 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 it's got to be a 33 waist. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, no, 34 this time. And sometimes it's like, no, it's 32. Do you have like a go-to store? We don't have to say what it is because they're not paying us for it. No, they are not. Uh, but it, do you have like a go-to store that you're like, I know I can get jeans that I'd like if I go here. Uh. I have a place that I keep going back to. <laughs> I don't know that it's... I mean, we, we return to the things that we recognize more than the things that treat us well, right? Absolutely. Do you have a, a place that you keep going back to? Yeah. Or are you shopping around? No, same sort of thing. A place that I'm like... I have a vague memory of like enjoying my experience mm -hmm. with these jeans. But then I get them, and every time I'm like... These are a little different, but maybe I'm different. People change. We all change. Well, here's the, the only thing that doesn't change is change. That's change is constant. We know that's true. Um, how many active pairs of jeans do you have at any one time? Uh, I probably have like three. Yeah, you're not even sure. You had to think about that. Yeah, but like two that I'm like, yeah, I, I two. It seems to be like two is the maximum I can have at a time that I like. Yeah, well, because it's it's hard if you have that third pair of jeans, you're gonna like two better than it's it. like children yeah that's right you can have two children that's fine as soon as you have a third one is the least favorite everyone knows this if you don't know that you're the least favorite it's third a prime child, number what are you gonna do <laughs> um also a problem with fifth and seventh children um yeah i've got two pairs of jeans right now i believe there might be a third but who cares um and i've got two pairs of pants that are like jeans but aren't aren't like jean color and material yes they're not actual denim right but i put them in the same category i wear them the same way uh and let, like right now i'm wearing brown pants that i'm like these are basically jeans oh well look at that i, I, I guess we'll never know <laughs> today we're accompanied by future workspace all right mark let's get into the news Okay, last week, uh, I think like the day after the Nindy Summer Showcase, yes, they were like, hey, we're also going to do a mobile direct for Dragalia Lost. That this, is, this is a lot of like direct video presentations over the course of like a week. Yeah. Because we got that uh, the European uh, indie whatever it was yeah, for boom. Gamescom. One. Boom. One. Uh, Nindy Showcase the Kapow. week following. Two. And then Dragalia Lost Mobile Direct. Whammo. Three. It's so many. It's a lot in like a week. Especially, you know, when we haven't had one for a while, it feels like. And we still don't know that much about the online service, which <laughs> right. is going to launch in like two weeks. TikTok, Nintendo. Uh, okay. So they had a blowout on Dragalia Lost. It's... Uh, the Nintendo and Psy Games mobile RPG that was announced a couple months ago. Now, this is a uh, new IP, right? Nintendo putting their full weight behind some new RPG for mobile platforms. That's right. So we learned that it comes out uh, September 27th. September 27th. Do you think that'll be the same day as the online service for Switch? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to say no. Okay, great. I'm going to say uh, yes. Okay. We'll see who wins. So September 27th, so you can uh, pre-order the game, basically just like sign up to have it auto-download. I actually don't really understand how that works on the Play Store and the App Store. Because it is a free download, yes? That's right. Okay. So it's free, and then there will be microtransactions of some sort, but they haven't delineated what that is. Sure. 
we can take some educated guesses to go though. So basically, you play as the seventh royal prince, um, in line to the throne of Alberia. Okay. Uh, the royal family has an ancient connection to dragons that mm-hmm. allows them to shape shift into dragons. Um, so basically, it's a three D action RPG. You control it seemingly with just like one hand, like you're basically just like, um pointing in like where on the map you want sure. them to go to them to like run around kind of like diablo style uh how am i uh i feel like my description is failing me here basically like you hold your th- thumb no, no no it's more like a virtual joystick type thing or it's just like oh really i okay i, I really do a poor job of explaining <laughs> this basically you, like if you want to move forward you just like drag up Drag uh-huh. to the left, you know, like that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so they're going to be drawn to points of interest. Uh, kind <laughs> of. I don't know. I mean, like, just... I guess well, Mark, I'm, you did design this game, right? Uh, and ma- are responsible for no, pitching no, it no, to no, me. No, no, no. So it's, you're, like, free to roam around. So basically, it's just, like, imagine that you're, you're like, dragging... Your, I, I'm going to show Patrick, okay? okay? Yeah, and then yeah, maybe yeah. he can describe. So basically, like, if I wanted to move forward, I would just go like this, right? Or I, if I wanted to go left, I would just go like that. So you would you just are kind of swiping in the direction that you want the characters to go? Yeah, like swipe and hold. Sure. If you want okay. them to keep running. All right. Okay. Uh, you control a party of four characters, and then you, like, tap to attack. And as you are attacking, you can, like, build up, um, I don't know what you would call it, magic. And then you can unleash it in, like, a big attack. Uh-huh. Okay. It has a Fire Emblem hero-like party systems you can recruit up to 60 different unique party members 60 yeah well, six zero yeah six zero because you know i mean the party max is four but right. you know that this is where they have like the gacha mechanics right right because it's like you it's want a random all those like rare you want characters. them all and like you can get a character and you know this one's three stars that one's four stars plus you know like all that kind of stuff Ooh. um and then there's also collectible dragons a monster summoning. What good is a, a dragon if you can't collect it? A level, a leveling mechanic for stats and weapons. A base building mechanics. And uh, so basically there's just like tons and tons and tons of opportunities for gotcha mechanics. I, either gotcha or just straight buying these things, right? right. Like totally. I, I want to buy those dragons. I want to buy those monsters. I want to upgrade my weapons. I want to build better bases. I need more like mana or whatever. Oh boy. The one thing that I saw that I was like, oh, this is interesting because I have never seen a mobile game do this before. Not saying it doesn't exist. I don't play a lot of mobile games is it looks like they are some sort of like multiplayer, like, I don't know, like a raid or something like where it's like, hmm. it looks like a large amount of people. Sure. Well, like the Pokemon go did that, right? Yeah. I guess that's a good, they would have raids on like legendaries and like then a bunch of people get together and and fight something over the course of three hours. The story is just basically like, uh, jrpg boilerplate it, yeah. it seems like it's right out of like square's book from the 90s i mean it's like oh there's yeah. a crystal and the crystal's lots of power and so i mean you have the to find seventh royal the prince crystal. to the throne of alberia i don't why why <laughs> it all looks like fine yeah it looks cute I am having real difficulty mustering any sort of enthusiasm for this game. And we muster enthusiasm about all, all sorts of topics. But this one does feel hard. Why does this feel hard? So w- one of the reasons for me is just like, I haven't really loved, I guess outside of my like initial experience with Super Mario Run, any 
of the of Nintendo's mobile games slash any mobile game ever. Right. It's just not like a, a an economy that you're that you like interacting with. Yeah, and it's also just not like it's not how I use my phone. I just don't use my phone for games. That's right. I use my phone for mindlessly scrolling through Twitter and wasting time on the toilet, and that's it. And I guess text messages as well. Um, but yeah, it does. Uh, even even if we were describing this as like a Switch or a 3DS game, I would be like, that's probably one I'm gonna miss. Yeah, it does have that sort of like Ever Oasis feel to it, where you're yeah. just kind of like, I'm we sure, sure this didn't is... talk about that game, did <laughs> it's we? It's just like, I'm sure this isn't bad. Um, I just don't care. I just don't care. Uh, well, we will bring you updates on this thing that we do not care about. I mean, I have it pre-ordered because I figure we will talk about it at some point. It's free. I might as well try it. I guess, I guess that's true. Uh, wow. We are so down on this. If (laughs) anyone, I'm not down. I just don't care. I'm indifferent. You may be indifferent. I feel like I'm down on it. I I am like, this is stupid. I don't, (laughs) I don't want this thing on my phone, but like, I I would love to know if there are people out there who are excited about this. Uh, So write into us, Nintendo cartridge society at At gmail.com and let us know if you are excited about Dragalia lost and um, why. Thank you. Here's something that may pique your interest, Patrick. Oh, you know it. Uh, Yacht club games, creators of shovel Knight. Dropped a ton of Shovel Knight-related news last week, mm-hmm. including they announced a whole new showdown battle game. Yes, inside the Shovel Knight treasure trove. Yes. So it's like a, it's a f- up, up, up to four player, like fighting game, battle royale sort of thing. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. If you are a treasure trove owner, except yes. on 3DS and Vita, you get it for free. But they're also going to sell it as a standalone game. Which is what they have been doing for all of the, like the Spectre Knight, you could buy that uh, separately, uh, the Spectre of Torment, it's called. Um, or now you can just buy like just the Shovel Knight campaign by itself called Shovel of Hope. Um, or just, just get the Treasure Trove. And I recommend just get the Treasure Trove because at least two of those campaigns have been awesome. There's another one coming and there's this. So like the Treasure Trove is worth it. Yeah, so just... I don't know if we actually said it. The the showdown battle game is kind of is like a shovel knight fighting game. Yeah, I mean, but w- without like it being like a fighting game, fighting game, like it still looks like it's using the normal like physics and control of shovel knight, uh, and just putting the characters in like an arena to, uh, you know, beat each other up and like steal gems from each other or something. Um, and it seems like there are a lot of uh, a lot of the knights, like the the boss characters, are playable. Um, they showed the, uh, oh, I can't remember their names, but it's either like Snow Knight or um, like Ice Knight or something. And he's like a big Viking guy with a, like a snow shovel. <laughs> um, so like he is a character that is physically like four times the size of any of the rest of them. Um, but like you can play as him and you can play as like sort of uh, normally recurring enemies in stages. So it, it, it seems like it's a, it's a cool roster, especially for people who are interested in um the shovel knight games it's also a bit of a ways away they announced that it's going to launch on april 9th 2019 along with uh, king of cards yeah and king of cards is the sort of long-awaited fourth um campaign for this thing uh i i'm a little disappointed that it's so far away april 9th that's that's eight months away i guess seven months away it's a long time um and, you know, I will wait for it because I have to, but uh, I, I wish it was here now. Because the last one came out with 
um, the Switch. So it came out on May 3rd of last year. So March 3rd of last yeah, year. Yeah, so it'll be like two years yeah. between content, basically. Uh, they also announced that there will be a new Amiibo 3-pack. Okay, so hold on. It, this can't be new. Or, I mean, it will be new, but it is the same one that they announced a while ago, right? Oh, did they already announce they, they, oh, okay. they already announced it, but it is, it's one of those things that's been like, and they'll come out someday. Um, I assume we now know that they are coming out on April 9th as well? Yes. Perfect. Uh, so is, it's Plague Knight, mm-hmm. Spectre Knight, and King Knight. Which are the, the three knights that have their own campaigns, and they had previously re- released a Shovel Knight Amiibo. Um, rest assured, I have had the three-pack of Shovel Knight Amiibo uh, pre-ordered for like a year already, um, and the Shovel Knight is somewhere in my home. I don't, I don't know where he is. They're also releasing a physical version of Shovel Knight Treasure Trove on Switch for 40 bucks. I think that is also coming next year. Perfect. So I have the uh, Treasure Trove on both 3DS and um, Switch, so I will not get any of these updates on 3DS, is what you're saying? Yes, that is what I'm saying. Okay, very good. Um, this month, Nintendo is hosting a series of hour-long workshops across the country where kids ages 9 through 12 can uh, get hands-on with Nintendo Labo. Mm-hmm. You can go to invite.com forward slash community forward slash Nintendo for more details or just like Google it. That'll probably be easiest than trying to remember a uh, URL. An hour long workshops. Huh? Mm-hmm. What do you think they're putting together? You think they're doing like the new vehicle kit or? I don't know. Maybe it's like uh, uh, all of it. Or maybe it's like a special custom thing for like just just this event. Yeah. They said there's going to be like labo experts that are like wearing lab coats and stuff that are there to help you out it's make weird. sure everybody's having a good time it's a little bit weird because the, the instructions as they play on the switch are very clear and in fact it's one of the more enjoyable things about putting a labo together is that like you almost can't get lost right like it holds I mean, your they're, hand they're nine it. nine through twelve <laughs> yeah i mean i guess this is just a fun thing that you could do with a kid for an hour yeah and i if you don't need the people in lab coats i'm sure that's fine too no, you're still just playing with their toys. Yeah. All right, all right. I, I take it back. <laughs> Criticism uh, rescinded. In a similar vein, uh, Best Buy is holding demo events for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate in select stores starting this weekend. Um, so 10 major cities that I'm not going to list here. Prizes are also teased. Basically, check out Best Buy's website for specific dates. Now, the last time I played Smash Brothers Ultimate was at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, and... They let us play two fights, which is not a lot. Um, it's, you know, six minutes of play, right? Um, and the first time they were like, it's just for practice. And the second time the winner gets a prize. I won the second time and I won the prize. The prize, Mark, was the same pin that I got for just playing the game Lame. at E3. Lame. Not it's cool a- at all. Not, not cool at all. Uh, last week, we talked about Super Mario Party allegedly only ne- being able to be played with Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in a similar development, this week we learned from US Gamer that the World Ends With You final remix will not support the Pro Controller when it's released later this year. You either play with like the new Joy-Con control scheme or the classic con- touchscreen controls, or you don't play at all. Wow. Wow. Um, bold, but... It, it makes sense, right? That the the game was so like had such a strong touch component uh, when it was on uh, DS, and then obviously was all touch on um, mobile. 
Um, so even playing it with like Joy-Con, I guess they they like redid it. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a new control scheme that's like pointer controls. Um, apparently it takes a little bit of getting used to, which yeah. makes sense. But uh, the impressions I've seen are that that aspect of it is isn't bad. It's just different. Um, I yeah, I don't really know how the game would work with uh like a pro controller yeah i mean unless you just like change the touch inputs to just like different controller inputs but like part of what was fun about the game was the like weird multitasking that you had to do of like okay now i take my finger off of the buttons to put them on the screen and like try to make that work i also wonder if like part of because you know how there's going to be the two-player mode yes if that'll be much simpler for that very reason yeah that makes sense to me. Um, are are you uh are you interested in this game? I am. Yeah. I am. Even though I know I could get it for way cheaper on like my phone or oh, tablet. Yes. yes. Again, I just have a mental block there. For some reason, I just don't play games on you, my mobile t- devices. Uh, I mean, but we could also find you a copy on DS, and you could play it on your 3DS. Oh yeah, that's a good point. We should do that. This is something that I keep forgetting about that the 3DS has. Uh, not only its own incredible library and its uh, own virtual console, but it has all of the DS's That's a great library. Point. I should buy Chrono Trigger for DS. We should buy a ton of DS games because that's a good library. Sheeran the Wanderer. Oh my gosh, I love Sheeran the Wanderer for DS. And there are two crappy Zelda games <laughs> that are kind of okay. I actually, I actually like Phantom Hourglass. And I sort of uh, like Spirit, Spirit Tracks. Can burn in hell. You. <laughs> Uh, as part of Nintendo Switch Online, we're getting a library of NES games enhanced with online play. This we know. Mm-hmm. Ninten- Nintendo tweeted a small update on one of the games, revealing that online co-op will be supported in the original Mario Brothers, to which I say, I do not care. Uh, because the original Mario Brothers would, should not be confused with Super Mario Brothers, and even that, like, who cares? Who cares? Um, but yeah, this is like the sort of arcade kind of game where Mario and Luigi are on screen at the same right, time. Right, which I always just know is like that bonus mode that you can do in two-player Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, I know I'm never going to use this. And if I use it, it'll be once and then I'll never use it ever again. Well, for that game, right? Like there, I, we could, I could conceivably see playing Super Mario Brothers 3 with someone. Online? Yeah. I could I could see that happening. I guess I could conceivably see it happening. Thank you. That's all I'm asking. Please, Mark, just conceive of it with me. <laughs> uh, it's so weird the way that they are trickling out information, right? Like, you can even play co-op on Mario Brothers. Like, what? What is that? Right. I feel like what's the strategy here? I I know. I feel like uh like dribbling out individual NES games yes. and saying Hero, you can play them online is not impressive. No, it is not impressive. And also, it, this these this and Super Mario Bros. 3, which are the two games that they've uh, uh, talked about specifically or tweeted about specifically, are games that are in that original list of 10, and it's launching with 20. There are still 10 games we don't know what they are. And I believe... Uh-huh. That there will be a direct or something that lays all of this out, but do you think it will be out before the online service? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, it's early September yet. It is early September yet. But I think like the bigger thing for me is, uh, again, this is like Dragalia Lost, where it's like I'm not angry this exists. I think it's fine. I hope yeah. people enjoy it. Yes. Um, but like I, like deeply. Do not care about this. This is not the reason I'm buying the online service. Right. I mean, I'm not impressed by this. Yeah. I 
I want to see how it is uh, packaged and like what it actually looks like to do, um, you know, are, are you going online with randos? Are you playing with a friend? Are you able to chat? Are you able to, you know, like what, what other functionality is baked into this? Does it all have the same UI, all these games? Like, is it the same way to connect with people? Um, are they employing any of the like NES remix functionality? Like, is there any, what do these games actually look like? And it's insane to me that we haven't seen any of it. We haven't seen any of it. Like all we know that we know that these 10 games are going to be there and that there are 10 more games and like, you can play them online together somehow. I guess what's it like three weeks from now, these questions will be answered, but we, because it'll be in our hands. I I think we'll get a blow up before then. But I guess like my bigger thing is I know it's just 20 bucks. Or, yeah, just 20 bucks a year. A year, yeah. And so that to me is like not much to ask for cloud saves. Yes. It's like whatever. I'm I'm doing this anyways because I want to play Splatoon 2 online. Right. Um so all this is just like added stuff. So if it didn't exist, it's fine. That it does exist is nice. Um it's just hard for me to get excited about NES games. Sure, and sure. it's hard for me to get excited about like the idea of like now what if they put star tropics and star tropics 2 on there for me it's still not Ooh, enough i'm telling on, you they Mark. get these like snes games and then i'm like now we're talking yeah because uh i think i would play those more what if castlevania 3 was on this thing uh you're gonna play it. i would Come play on. it yeah we go it. i got him <laughs> Uh, according to the game's director, Ubisoft's Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle has sold over 2 million copies, and Ubisoft also sent out an info chart celebrating the game's one-year anniversary, which just passed, with insights into the most popular party members and other fun tidbits. So, I don't know if you've already read ahead. Oh, okay. No, or I if you not. read the infographic. But who do you think are the most picked characters, besides Mario, because you're forced into that, because they know nobody would unless you were forced into it. Uh, now Mario, I mean, probably because you carry him around the whole time. He's leveled up the, the best, Ma- though I do think Mario is an effective character in that game. Um, well, I'm going to go with my gut, with my heart, and say that everyone has embraced Rabid Peach. Like You're I right. Have. That is one Y'all of right? the, um, I think it's the, the second most played player, or most character after Mario, because everybody has to play because you have to play as Mario. Yeah. The, the number one selectable slash non-selectable yes. character. Also, uh, you meet her pretty early in the game. Also true. Um, and then I would guess... Actually, I'm going to just continue in that line and say, um, I think the next character you meet is the rabid Luigi. So Yoshi, just regular vanilla Yo- Yoshi, yeah. is the second most chosen really so, he, so he's or a, i guess like so the most he's a late game getter the, you get him late yeah the most uh common party is mario rabid peach and yoshi interesting that's the most common party uh rabid yoshi is the number one damage dealer so far has been the most number one damage dealer so far what does that mean is that just like collectively he's yes. dealt the most damage yes interesting why would that not be consistent with the most common because he deals more damage, that means he's like a big wrecking ball. Probably. But for some reason, none of us are playing as him. Well, enough people are. No, not enough people are because he doesn't appear in the top three. Yeah, but he could be number four. I didn't bother to look that far. 
that would be some pretty granular analysis from us on a game that we haven't talked about in nine months. Not really. It's an infographic. They made it very clear. I'm, I'm saying for us to report on it. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, Mark, let's get out of the news. Okay, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. But remember, come back on Thursday because we are going to be breaking down the two sequels to uh, Link's... Nope. Uh, Link to the Past. These also all have the word Link in them. <laughs> Link's Awakening and A Link Between Worlds. Uh, that will be a fun conversation. If you like this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you can share it on Facebook or Twitter, or whatever you use for social networking, that helps us out a bunch. On Twitter, I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nincart Society. The Facebook page is just called Nintendo Cartridge Society because we're not trying to trick you like everyone else on Facebook. If you like Mark and Mind's opinions, we write about comic books on RetconPunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Apipetti. If you want more of his music, you can go to Apipetti.com, or you can listen right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers, suggesting that Luigi's probably the least popular character, right? He's gotta be. And thanks for listening. Campfire.